Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast with Steve Gordon. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and in today's episode, we're talking with Dove Gordon. And uh, Dove is a consultant. Uh, he helps uh, consultants, coaches, and all kinds of professionals find their ideal clients consistently. There are millions and millions of consultants and coaches out there who are really, really good at what they do, but maybe they're not the charismatic guru types and maybe they don't really want to be. They love their work and all they really want is a predictable way to get clients. And uh, and Dove's an expert in that. And so uh, I'm really excited to have him here today. We've been friends for a long time. And, uh, and, and several years ago, I was actually a client of his and he just brings great wisdom and insight. And I know he's going to bring that to you today as well. So uh, Dove, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Steve. Uh, just last week, I think somebody uh, contacted me on LinkedIn, I believe it was. Uh, I forget exactly who it was, and if they're listening to this, I please forgive me. Um, someone mentioned that they get a lot. Oh, I think I remember who it was. Um, they uh, they get a lot out of from my material and from my brother. <laughs> and I said, I said, my brother. Who's, who's my brother? My, my brother doesn't do anything publicly. Uh, so um, he said, "Isn't Steve Gordon your brother?" I said, "I said no, actually. Uh, as far as we know, we're not we're not related at all." Right. Uh, and we've never met in person, although we've got we've done many video calls like this one. Right. But uh, so I just thought that was a little, little you know, so it's just interesting how, uh, you know, you get a little bit of information here and, and it turns into a, a story in people's mind. Not necessarily that, you know, <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong. It's just you kind of make assumptions and sure. uh, see things, make connections and um, and build from there. Uh, for better or for worse, and and actually, I mean that that that's that's what we all do, and I know part of what you like talk about is the mindset, and I'll, uh, but I just uh, saw a connection because we make we make these connections, and then we just act as if it's true. Yeah, and and uh, I'm sure it has a lot to do with the fact that we've done so much together over the years. Well, you know, I, I've been looking forward to this conversation for quite a while, but before we kind of dive in, if you can give everybody a little bit of context for how you got to this point in in business so that they, they just understand a little bit about your background. All right. So I'm, um, uh, let's say, self-taught, still learning, have a lot to learn, always learning. Um, and back, you know, a couple of years after or a year or so after I got married in 2000, so let's say 2001, 2002, I decided I was going to start a, uh, a business as a business coach and consultant. thing is I'd, I'd never held a real job. I didn't really, you know, <laughs> I'd, I'd never been coached. I'd never been part of any consulting group, so I really didn't know what I was doing. Honestly, I remember asking one of my earliest clients who, looking back, I'm grateful for him for so many reasons, but you'll hear the question I asked him. I, I, I asked him, I said, how many employees does a million-dollar business probably have? Which was kind of a ridiculous question, right? I mean, it's such a naive, ridiculous question. It was, and it was very kind of him because he recognized I was helping him with a specific aspect, and and obviously I was comfortable looking stupid, so um, you know, and and he gave me some perspective on that, which I still appreciate. So that's where I was starting from. But what gave me the the courage to start, I think, was just this this inner knowing that hey, I I know I could be good at this. Um, I know I seem to have a certain understanding or a sense of certain things that seems to be able to help other people. I've been reading business books of all you know of all different types and personal development books, the self-help section in the library 
for you know many years uh, from when I was 13 or so really so I had I already had a lot of knowledge and information now I was going to uh, be put to the test and discover that knowledge and caring and intelligence uh, none of these are actually enough to, uh, to to make it into a business on their own so that's where I'm coming from is that kind of what you're looking for yeah, I think that gives everybody some context. So, uh, you know, we, we were comparing ages before we, we uh, started recording. So that, that if I do the math right, you started your current business when you were 20, 22, somewhere in that ballpark? Uh, I, I, got, I was 22, yeah. Wow. Um, absolutely. I got, got married at 21 and it was studying a little bit for a year. And then it was time to... Uh, time to make a living and and it took me about a good seven eight years to figure out how well so this next question that i think will be relevant because look everybody listening we've all been through it anybody that's tried to build a business knows that it it never goes quite like the the guy who wrote that book who's on the fancy cover and got the really great you know photography done of himself never goes how that guy says it's going to go right there's there's like these weird you know little dead ends that you run into and you make the wrong turn here and there um things are things can be very difficult and um mm -hmm. everybody finds a way to push through that those that that make it through what are some of the things that you've drawn on over the years to to get through when you hit those dead ends well um I, I think that you know I always look back to to realize that there there were some really tough times uh, along the way. I mean, I remember being you know wife and and three kids uh, down to our last thousand dollars with no idea of where the next thousand was going to come from. All right, and there was a period of time where I I went and tried to get a job because it just wasn't working and I didn't see a way forward. I didn't know how to get where. Uh, I wanted to go. I went for some interviews at some consulting firms, and then well, it looked like I had landed a job, which probably would not have paid well enough. But um, uh, and that was in 2008. And then there was like between my interview and uh, when they were going to be a decision. That's when Lehman Brothers collapsed, and the consulting firm decided they were going to wait before hiring anybody. Uh, which um, I think was a great move for me because I'm so glad I did not. I'm not made for working uh, for other. <laughs> I mean, I was not looking forward to. Uh, I like you know. I I have my own ideas and I like doing things uh, my way, uh, which is true for so many of us who go out on our own. So I would have made a terrible employee anyway. So it, it got to that point a number, a number of times. However, all along I always felt I had this inner knowing. Uh, that I was on the right path. And if I continue, just continue, continue, eventually things will fall into place. Eventually they'll come together. And you know, I, th I think we all have this, this inner knowing and then there's the self-doubt. And the self-doubt uh, comes to us because on the inside we know that we can do this somehow, even though we don't see how. On the outside we see all this evidence that, oh no, you can't do this. And that creates the doubt. Look at your, you've got $1,000 in your bank account, no idea how you're going to pay the bills. Um, you can't do this, right? Um, so there's that that tension between the inner knowing and the outer circumstances, which creates doubt. And you have to constantly always listen to that inner knowing. 
it doesn't mean that you're irresponsible or reckless or whatever. It's it's really it's like you know the book The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, which I uh, I'm probably due for a rereading. Read it many years ago, but there's this the omens. They're always omens. So you have this inner knowing, but there are also these signs along the way. There's always something that happens, which is almost like you know the universe's way of telling you just keep going. Don't worry, it'll work out one way or the other. Uh, your job is to keep going. So to me, that's really been that's really been uh, an important mindset. I mean, I can share others, but uh, we can start with that. Well, I'll tell you in listening to all of that, what what's most interesting to me because you know I I've known you for I don't know how long. When did you start the the mastermind? Twenty um, ten. Probably. So, yeah. So it's sounds about right. Been about you know seven, almost eight years um, when we actually first met on a Skype call, kind of like this. And um, you always carry yourself with from the outside what appears to be this confidence, like you've got it all under control. And it's funny. I'm doing everything. Those who can't see, I'm trying to you know stop laughing out loud. <laughs> well, but uh, I mean. I think that's important, though, because well, you know, look, it's really they say, easy. All business is show business, right? Yeah, it's really easy for everybody to see on the outside that that's you know that's kind of what you're showing, but we've all got this story. I mean, I've interviewed so many people, and now we're um, you know we're in up to forty or, or more people that we've interviewed over the last year having this same conversation, and almost everybody has this story of yeah, it got down to you know, I was going to have to take a job and, you know, but I just kept pressing on and you'd never believe it with any of them because the outward appearances, they've got it all together. And so I think it's useful for people to see that that struggle is going on while you're maintaining this presence to the outer world. I, th I think that, um, and I know I struggle with this, uh, although I'm certainly getting freer and freer, you know, every year. You, you, we all, for, for whatever reason, do like to believe uh, or tend to believe that the other person has it all together. I mean, it just looks so good from a distance. But uh, maybe you've heard this. Maybe your mother told you the same thing. But my mother told me her mother told her the old story where, you know, if, if everybody would come uh, together and, and with a sack of their problems and put their problems down, uh, and, and then you had a chance you can choose any sack you want and take anybody's problems. Everybody would choose their own sack and go back home. Mm -hmm. And uh, you heard that one? No, but that's, I think it's great though. Yeah, yeah it, it's, uh, it's just, it's really true because we just don't know what other people are going through the way we know what we're going through. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it, it, we really, we do ourselves a great disservice by assuming that everybody else has it all together. And, and there's another thing also that it's a related idea, but it's different, but related. And that is that people have to recognize what they really want. Like, what do you really want? Because there are so many people that I've talked to over the years and they don't realize, but they are chasing someone else's dream. And when you're chasing someone else's dream, you're not going after what you really want. There's no way you could win. You're, you're sacrificing Everything along the way, the things, you, but you're going after something, you know, really to avoid something as opposed to to create something. And for example, I, you mentioned this group that I have. I have a, a joint venture marketing mastermind group. Uh, we've got a hundred plus people in there. Some of them are doing 
um, you know, from let's say mid six figures up to uh, eight figures, right? There are a few doing eight figures as far as I know. Um, many comfortably in seven figures. It's not my dream. Like my goal isn't, you know, to build this seven figures and scaling, uh, you know, with growing my team and so on. I have a small little team. I, I want I want to be making, you know, mid six figures with a small team that I can work with. And that's what I want. Like I and 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 time freedom and and the ability to have more demand than my capacity to deliver. That's that's what I want. Okay. Um, I'm not looking to no two years from now maybe. But it you know I, I think I'm saying this because it, it took me some time to recognize that you have to be you know really clarify what you want and become comfortable with what you want. You know what you want. Is great, and it actually connects to another important idea um, that that helps me. Not everybody wants the same thing, and another belief that I've learned over the years and have really come to believe, although you know, I think you know, I still have my moments where I, I get shaken from it and, and need to remind myself, is that if I want something, then the means to get to get it is right in front of me. And all I need to do is take the next step and then the next step and, you know, I take the, the, the first step and then the next one will start to unfold. There's always something you could do. Now, here's the problem. If you're not going after what you really want, then the means is not right in front of you. Okay. Now, I'm not going to make any effort or attempt to explain the spiritual spirituality aspects of how the universe works and so on. I'll leave that to other people. I'm just saying what I've noticed. Okay, and my wife, uh, my wife and I, years ago, I remember when we were really struggling. We talked about how I remember one saying to her, "You know, you know, the money always shows up just after we need it." And then I realized I, I said, "Actually, no, it shows up after we would want it, but just when we need it." You know, <laughs> and so you have to. That's that's. It's important to really believe and know that. You know, whatever you need is going to show up when you need it. So don't act out of fear. Ask yourself, what do I really want to create? What do I want to build? What do I want? I have no desire to to be a basketball player. Uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut, but that's certainly not, not a goal anymore. Um, I have no desire to be an accountant. I would be terrible at it, right? That's, that's why I have you – know, there are so many things I have no desire to be, a surgeon, a medic. I mean, I'm queasy, with those types of things, right? People talk about broken bones, and I, my wife looks at me, and she knows I'm shuddering, right? It's, it's, um, and, but there are things closer to what I want that I could, I could still fall into the trap of comparing myself to other people who have, who are much closer. Like I'm not going to compare myself to a surgeon because it's like, okay, I mean, he's, right? But the bottom line is, the, the clearer you are about what you really want. The easier it is for you to believe that the, 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 may, the way forward is there, it is right. And then look for what is the next step that I can take? What can I do right now to get a step closer? And then it's easier to believe that. that and then over time, when you start to do that and you start to live that way, and then you start to see things fall into place, often at the last possible minute, um, often after you would have liked it, but right when you need it. You start to realize, okay, I mean, I can't explain it, but it certainly seems to be true, and this is the best way for me to live. This is – it's the best way for me to live because I am performing at my peak when I'm the living demonstration of these beliefs. You know, 
a couple of key things that you said there. I'll start with the first one that, that struck me. And I, I think it's difficult um, for a lot of people to figure this out, you know, and, and that is, what do you want? I mean, that takes some discernment. Uh, at least it did for me. Um, it took a little while to really understand what do I want this to look like without it being clouded by the, the comparison, the outside comparison, because there's so much of that right now. Um, I don't know if that's new and unique in, in human history, but uh, certainly with our ability to communicate now, we can see into the lives and experiences of other people more than we ever could. And so it, you, you have a lot more comparisons that you can make, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so I think it, 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 it's difficult to sort of clear away all that clutter and noise to really understand what you want and, and then be okay with, with whatever that answer is, whether that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, the guy that puts, you know, a settlement on the moon or, you know, I, I'm going to build a business that helps this group of people do this, you know, whatever that is. And, and then understand that if that's what you want, there's no judgment around it. There's no justification needed. The, the only justification for it is that you want it. And then be okay. And, you know, I personally believe that we, we all are here for a purpose. And what we want is directing us to, to our purpose. And we will have a special kind of help to get there if we follow it. Mm -hmm. And that fits with, you know, what, what I was just saying. But here's the problem. So many people, to, the, to your point about not knowing what you want, is they you ask them what do they want and they tell you what you know what they don't want that's number one the other thing is you ask them what they want and they don't tell you what they want they tell you what they think they can have now why do they think they can have it because they're looking at the evidence on the outside which creates the self-doubt instead of looking to the inner knowing on the inside yeah and if if we can shift what you're where you're looking for your evidence Instead of looking outside and saying, I only have $1,000 in the bank. I don't know how I'm going to make another client. I don't know where it's going to come from. You don't have to know all those things. Well, I'll talk about the three things, you, the only three things you ever need to know in a minute. But if we shift your point of reference, what is it that you're, what is, what is the foundational information that you're using to make your decisions, to take your action? If you look at that, at that inner knowing and say, okay, what do I want? It doesn't matter that I don't how. First what, then how. Uh, and then you use that as uh, then you uh, accept the fact that as, as a fact that if that's what I want, then it's coming from some bigger source than me. And that's where I need to go. And that means that the way to get there is right in front of me. And other people can can do well. It has nothing to do with me. Other people can do really well or do really poorly. My job is to do my best, to be my best. And that's how you go from where you are to where you want to be. Now, there's always a challenge. Because let's say you say, okay, I learned to be more confident, which I certainly learned to be more confident over the years. I was not confident uh, when I started uh, and certainly not as a teen. Um, but you do, they, all, they, they only have three things that you need to know. If I remember what that other point was, I'll come back to it. There are really only three things that you ever need to know. You need to know what's your ultimate destination. Now, you don't have to know exactly how much money you want to make. You don't have to know. You have to know, like in my case, I know that I want to be working with these kinds of people making this amount of money. I want to be working these number of hours a week, more or less, on the kinds with people that I enjoy, um, or the team that, you know, a great team, however I define it. And there are other things as well, family. You want to have kind of a, a framework 
of where you want to end up. You don't need every single detail. That's a distraction. You'll never, you'll never, it's like, you know, whatever. You don't have to write the entire 700 page novel of where you want to be in a few years. Uh, and even that wouldn't be enough if you go to that, that, that level. So you need to know where you want to end up. The second thing is you have to get a clear, a clear picture of how you need to be as a person to naturally fit into that, that picture, into that movie. So if you're imagining your life three years, five years from now, you're presumably imagining a life that's uh, different than today, presumably. And that means you have to be different to fit into that picture. You have to be uh, a bigger person. You have to be more of who you're meant to be. And watch yourself. Now, how does that person deal with an obstacle, deal with a challenge? That's the second thing you, you, you need to know. You need to have a clear picture of how you need to be as a person to fit into the picture of what you want. And then the third thing you need to know is what is the next small step? That's it. You don't need to ever know anything more than what's the next small step. And take that next small step the way that future you would take it. Be that way today and take the next small step. The problem is people get all caught up and instead of visualizing and imagining what they want, they spend the majority of their day thinking about what they don't want. They spend the majority of their day thinking about what they feel they could have instead of what they really want. And, and therefore they're not, they're never getting this image about how they need to be as a person. And instead of taking the step that's right in front of them, they're worried about, well, what will I do after the step that's right in front of me? So they don't even see the steps right in front of me because I don't know how I'm going to take step two or step three. How will I cross the second bridge? How will I cross the third bridge? So I'm not even going to cross the first bridge, which of course makes no sense, but I'm as guilty as anybody about that kind of thinking, certainly in the past. And what I was going to get to before though is, is, um, is, is the realization that you know most of us tend to have certain personality strengths or weaknesses, and I think throughout life we're conquering them to varying degrees. It's kind of a never-ending ladder to climb. So if, uh, you know, if, if I have a certain... Um, you know, I mean, whatever, whatever it is that you've let, maybe somebody finds it difficult to, uh, to step up for what they, what they want when other friends or people are more assertive around them and they kind of shirk in the background and they don't really say what they think. So they're suffering and the people around them are suffering because they're, they're not getting the best of this person. Well, okay. Now, so you, you're going to grow through that to a certain point. And now you've achieved a level of confidence or mastery at this level. Now, life is not going to let you sit there because that would be pretty, you know, boring. Now life is going to throw it, put you in a position where you're going to have very similar challenges at a much higher level. Now you're going to be leading a thousand people in something and you're going to be butting heads with somebody else who's leading 10,000 or 100,000 or whatever has a bigger thing. And now again, you find yourself being challenged and tested for the same types of things, but where the stakes are much bigger. And you're be, who will you be? Be that way today. Take the next small step. With that thought, let's take a quick break. I want to come back in a minute, though, and, and let's talk a little bit about this idea of the next step, because I think that's one of the, the concepts that I know you've, when we work together, one of the things you gave me that was so critical. I want to come back and spend a little bit of time on that. So we'll be right back with more from Dove Gordon. Hi, this is Steve. I hope you're enjoying this interview. We've got more to come in a minute, but what I'd love for you to do right now is rate this podcast. Leave us a review, rate us on iTunes. It'll really help others discover the podcast and help us help other CEOs, other business leaders become unstoppable. So if you go to unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes, 
You can find instructions there and links that will take you right to where you need to go to review the podcast. Thanks so much. Now back to the interview. Hey, welcome back to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm here with Dove Gordon, and we're we're really diving deep into um, I I think some very important concepts and uh, and some important thinking around understanding what it is that that you want and and what you're trying to achieve. Um, and you know, Dove, you've got this. I, I think you link these two ideas together really elegantly. So you have this this idea of understanding what you want, but then you couple that with kind of allowing people to let go of having to figure it all out and just focus on the very next step. And I know from, from the time we worked together, you know, I, I had hit a brick wall. I mean, I'd had some success, but really was having trouble getting over the hump to the next level. And the thing that, that I felt like you pointed out that it was, I was just trying to work 10 steps ahead instead of focusing on the very next thing. And so I think it's really, really important. Can you talk about that a little bit and, and, and where you've kind of come to that observation? Yeah, sure. I'll also say something that I still remember from our conversation. We're going back probably five years or so. I don't remember yeah, exactly. Least, yeah. Maybe more. Um, and I do remember we had our you know sales conversation, and at the end they said, okay, I can help you like this, and this is the price, and you're like, okay, I, do, I, need, to, I need to think about it. And I looked at you and I said, Steve, you're fooling yourself. And you paused. Uh, do you remember this? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was, I got to <laughs> tell you, that was a really difficult decision at that time. So, um, you know, I had, had some success with the business. I think I was about two years into this, you know, since I'd started this business. But r- revenue had, you know, gone from an acceptable level to an unacceptable level um, over a short period of time. And honestly, when we were having that conversation, I had no idea how I was going to pay you the fee that you wanted. And that's why well, I paused. And and this is a, I, I'm I'm remembering this, and I'm hope you didn't. I was hoping you wouldn't mind that I'm bringing it up because we didn't discuss this beforehand. But um, this, you were being exactly like we talked about. You were doing that. You know, you had some kind of inner knowing, I presume, that this is the right direction. But you were worried about how, and mm-hmm. you recognize. And this is where so many people get stuck. So I'm answering your question by pointing to you as a model. I hope that's okay. Sure. Right. You. You, you, this is where people stop, where they don't know how. They look outside them and they don't know how, so they stifle that inner knowing and they say, "Look, um, I don't know how I'm going to pay for it, so I'm not going to do it." And 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 they just walk away, right? Because this is this is how life works, right? You have to be, you have to show that you're ready, and then the tools and the means show up. You have to be that person first, and then the next step falls in place right in front of you. And I think so many of us know this intellectually, but but don't live it this way. And that's why when I when I looked at you, I said, Steve, you're fooling yourself. I think you said, what do you mean? I said, because you know you should do this. You're just scared. And you said, okay, yes, you're right. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Now, that's why today you're you are where you are, and you've come a long way. I mean, you're you know you're doing really well from what I understand. At least it looks like it to me. Right? <laughs> All right, <laughs> everybody's right. So, um, and and I think that. I think I'm answering at least part of your question by making that this point. So mm-hmm. feel free to clarify further. Um, but that's, that's to me, that's, that is like wrecking. That is a ex- perfect example of what we've been talking about. Yeah, I, I think so. And um, I'll tell you that uh, there've been a number of inflection points in, uh, in both of my businesses. And, 
And, um, and they all center around an opportunity that I had to invest in getting some outside insight, you know, um, and, uh, and to the point now where I know that every time that opportunity comes up, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the question is, is this the right, you know, the right person with the right input at the right time? Yeah, that that's a valid question. But uh, assuming that I'm answering yes to those things, then the answer to the investment is always now yes. Because the thing that I've noticed is that every time I make that investment, that it is immediately followed by a dramatic leap in the level of the game that I'm playing and revenue follows that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so it's, it's just, it's been funny to look back now. I mean, I've been doing this for almost 25 years and, and look at all of the very stark jumps and they all come after, you know, something like that. And I think one of the reasons that that works so well is that you get somebody from the outside who doesn't have a dog in the hunt, who hopefully will give you honest, you know, feedback and input. And, and, you know, I, I, I think I called you this, I've called every, every person I've ever worked with this, my paid pain in the ass, you know, you're, that's your purpose is to, to say, no, no, you're seeing this all wrong. And, um, you know, and understanding that the most important thing is, and I think, as you said it, knowing where you want to go and, and what is the next step. And beyond that, there really isn't much that you need. Be, there is that second step in the middle, knowing where you want to go, recognizing how do you need to be as a person to fit in that picture, and then taking the next small step. And and that's and that's a huge deal because there's the old expression, birds of a feather flock together, right? Mm-hmm. And again, I, I, don't, I don't know how this works exactly, but it just really se- definitely seems that the world works like this, is that people are drawn to other people like them, right? I mean, look, um, Bill Gates has never come to me for advice. Um, it, I'm, I'm just not playing at that level, and I don't, I don't want to be. I mean, I don't have any desire to be going back to that. Um, but somehow those people at that level find each other, okay? They're drawn to each other. There's something about them that draws others. If you want to be the person who attracts better clients, people who are ready to step up and invest with you what you can, you know, the way you want to be paid, you have to be that way. And, and I, I'll, I still remember another conversation with this guy. He was like, well, I want to be uh, a business coach and I want to be charging a thousand dollars a month, uh, whatever, you know, want to be, I don't remember exact, it was something like that. Okay. Um, when it came time to invest in himself at, at that type of level, oh no, I can't afford it. And so on. Hey, buddy, if you know, uh, you can't be a pigeon consultant and attract uh, eagle clients. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. And and it's so much about you. You have to know where you want to go, recognize how you need to be as a person, and then so so you know the reason when you step up, and and now you're acting as a person who believes that you're you're acting as somebody who believes that you're capable of more. You should be achieving more. You know that. How do you know that? Because why the hell else would you just agree to invest all that money in yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, once you start to be that way, you've broken through. You're acting that way. and like You prove that to yourself, and now something changes in who you are, 
And people around you start to pick that up. I found that the two things that have been greatest for my growth of confidence is investing in myself. And I just joined another program a month ago. Um, and, you know, not cheap. But it's it's been great because it was the same experience as you described. Uh, and turning away clients who are not a good fit. Because in both cases, you're you're focused on, like, you're telling yourself, I'm not desperate. Like, I, I am... I'm better than that and I'm going to behave I'm going to be better than that and that that's just changes how you're being it changes when you come to the office and when you sit down to work it's different mm-hmm. I will say though that there are a lot of people who end up working with us after they've spent a fortune elsewhere some people don't end up working with us because they've been burnt elsewhere after spending that fortune and and I think that it look sometimes they were promised things and it was not delivered um of course, the key, though, is to look at ourselves and recognize, okay, where could I have taken more responsibility? Because that's your growth. Pointing fingers at the others rarely helps anything. It doesn't really help to be a victim. And whereas, sure, other people may have, maybe should have, didn't do what they promised and so on. The question to think about, and I noticed this in, uh, in many cases, is when you decided to put that money down, was it coming from this inner knowing that that's the right thing? Or wasn't there this, 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 there's, there's a bit of kind of like, I know I should do this, right? Let, let me explain. I, I know we never got to our real second topic, but we'll, That's all you know, right. we'll try. I think this is useful. So. <laughs> all right. So um, I, I, I think that there's a difference. We tend to think that we should listen to uh, our, we should listen to make decisions based on our brain, you know, what our brain tells us and, you know, not our gut. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes your gut says do something and your brain says, uh, gives you all the reasons why you shouldn't do it. Well, like you could have listened to your brain. Your brain's like, well, I don't know how I'm going to, we're going to come up with the money. I mean, I just, how can I commit to this if I don't? Your gut says do it. Your brain gives you all the reasons. The what if, what if, what if? At that point, if you listen to your brain, you're stifling your growth. You're not going to grow. You have to listen to your gut. And it's just the other way around as well. If your gut says don't do this, but your brain is coming and talking you into it. Yeah, it'll be good. This will make it all work for you. Now, then you won't have to figure it all out. I mean, there are all sorts of rationalizations that your brain could give you to then spend the money when your gut says, I don't know about this. I don't know if this is the right thing, right? You're, 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 it's not going to work because we have to learn to listen to the gut and then give the brain the right job. So if your brain, if your gut says, do it, and your brain is what if, what if, as Tony Robbins likes to say, give your brain a better question. If you, if, if you sense this is the right next step for you, then, then okay, I need to spend 15, 25, 40 grand now for this kind of consulting help, whatever it is, coaching help. Okay. Um, we, we actually mostly charge less than that than all those, but uh, I don't want to give any, I don't want to drive people away unnecessarily. Um, so, um, but let, let's say their gut says, okay, I really should work with Steve. I really should work with, with Dove. And, and your brain is, all, well, how am I going to pay? What if it doesn't work out? And then I'm going to be out on the street. and all the, You have to give your brain a different question and say, brain, okay, how do I make sure that this works? Because I know I should do this. How do I make sure that this works? How can I, what are five steps or 10 things that I could do to ensure that this succeeds, to ensure that I not only make back my money, but a profit within 30 days, 60 days, 90 days? whatever it might be. And suddenly that same brain is giving you ideas to that much better question. And I guess if we go back to kind of the, you know, the, the whole basis of the conversation, kind of like, what do you do when you, when you hit a wall? You have to realize that uh, you're probably asking a bad question, a poor question. 
you're probably giving your brain a job and you're like, oh, like, you know, why didn't this prospect call me back? And you start to think about, oh, they probably don't want to work with me and so on. And then that, you know, kind of ruins your, your mood for the day. So you get nothing else done because you're thinking, why does this ever always happen to me? And will I ever get this working and all those things? Uh, and really, you know, their daughter fell down and broke an arm and had to go to the hospital or, or you never know. Right. So we have to realize what when are we asking ourselves the wrong question? So bottom line, know what you want, at least for this first segment, which is stretched into the second segment. Know what you want. Realize what you want. Like, don't look to others to figure out what you should want, what's possible, because your dream is not their dream. Their dream is not your dream. Figure out what you really want. Get a clear idea of how you need to be as a person to make that movie actually work. Okay, And then be that way right now. Take the next small step in front of you. And once you're doing that, believe, know that it's true, that if that's what you really want, if you're going after what's right for you inside, then the means to get there is in front of you. The next small step is going to work. It'll take you forward. And then once you take the next small step, you'll suddenly be able to see further. The horizon, you can see further than before. And you'll see what, you know, it'll be clear what the next step after that is and so on and so forth. I think that we live in society today where too many people think that they have to be following somebody else's idea of what they should want. And I'm talking about, you know, all different types of situations, uh, including, look, uh, including, um, you know, I, I, I've talked to a lot of women who I think really kind of feel pressured to go out and build a business and do something. But I think they're chasing a dream that they've been sold. Um, and I, I, maybe I'm just a very conservative kind of fellow, but I think that, um, Women should be able to start businesses and do anything that they want, but they should, like, just like men, they should not be convinced they want something if they really don't and shouldn't be pressured to do something if they don't want. So I probably just got myself in trouble, but well, uh, really I'm just, you know, talking about equal opportunity for everybody. I, I, but I, I think that that actually works on both sides. I mean, I see that with both male and, and female business owners who they, you know, maybe they want a business, but there is this pressure to, Build a seven-figure business. That's the magic number for some exactly. reason these days. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why that's the magic number. I mean, I've had I've had a business at that level. Um, it's great, um, but you know, it 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 also has its challenges, just like everything mm -hmm. else. I mean, nothing is perfect. Right. Um, I have a lot of friends who have businesses at the eight-figure level, and um, you know, and and it's it's wonderful for them. But I can tell you, they're not doing it by themselves in their underwear on the beach, which they probably get arrested for. But you know, it, that doesn't exist. I mean, it, 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 it comes with some other trade-offs that they've got to make and, but that's what they want and that's okay. You know? So yeah. I, I think whether you want the 8 million, you know, or the eight figure, the nine figure, the 10 figure business, or you want, you know, something smaller, it doesn't matter. I don't think we're sitting here advocating for either one, but exactly. know, know what you want and why you want it. And don't let others pressure you into thinking you you're, you're wrong because you do want something or don't want something. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, I know we've gone on a little bit long, but I think this has been really valuable. So, um, and I know you've got a ton of stuff going on right now. You just started a new daily email, um, which is, is really brilliant. Um, and having done that for about five years, I know what a grind it can be. So I applaud you for that. Um, yeah, you're still doing it, right? No, we stopped about a year, year and a half ago. Um, okay. and, and we've, we've, uh, we now publish every week, but, uh, 
Um, and we may go back to daily. I don't know. I've got a book that'll be coming out in January. And so that, that I've, I've really enjoyed writing now. So maybe we'll go back to it. But um, but you've got that Honestly, going it's on. Not, got... It's not. It's five days a week. Uh, and I my commitment is only week to week. So, oh. uh, you know, I could stop that anytime or change my commitment as long as. Yeah, go on. What were you saying? Well, I know you've got that going on. You've got uh, you've got great programs um, always. Um, so, what what's happening right now that, that that is most exciting in your world? We're you know, my focus is working with consultants, coaches, experts to um, um, kind of replace and exceed their corporate salary. So, we're helping six figure executives, which you were at you know um, a couple of years before we started when you went out on your own uh, helping six-figure executives transition to become six-figure consultants coaches or experts uh, some of them are still in their job and they want to be smart about how they make that transition uh, and some of them have left and they've discovered that the skills that you need to thrive uh, as a solo consultant coach and expert uh, are not necessarily they're, they're not the same skills that you need to do really well in the corporate world and uh, things you know, some people get lucky. Some people just have a really strong, charismatic personality, and things just take off for them right away. Most people, there's it takes them a lot longer. So we want to be sure that uh, these really good people, hearts in the right place, a lot to offer, caring, uh, mastered their skills, and they want to go out and, and create more value for their clients. Um, is it? Uh, I, I just it kills me to have these get emails from people who left their job two, three, four, five years ago, and they still have not met and exceeded a little i mean a little exceeded they still haven't even managed to replace their past salary and um they're frustrated stuck it's not it's not a good thing so our focus is working with great people like that to make sure that they don't have to do that that's the main thing um yeah and that's what we love it's like we work with we at this point we can only really take on five to seven new clients a month so you know we from time to time we have a little waiting list and um you know we, we just we love working with the, with people to really master the mindset and the skills to 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 build the business that they want to build. So I don't did it. That that's what's exciting for me. I, hey, but I should probably shut up at this point. <laughs> that's great. So where where can people find you? We're at dovegordon.net, and I just want to. Uh, we've got a free gift, um, and that is for anybody who found anything um, enlightening um, for five years. We sold what I call the manual. It's called the manual, how to systematically and consistently attract first-rate clients. So this is, this is a, a process that we take clients through. We sold this for five years for $97, 80-plus uh, pages. Uh, we sold it, and, and I'm giving it away for free. And we have a, a link for your listeners, dovegordon.net forward slash unstoppable. And there are two Ps in there. I checked that, right? I'm, <laughs> right? Yep. So it's dovegordon.net, D-O-V-G-O-R-D-O-N.net forward slash unstoppable. And look, I'll be very honest. Like The, the reason we, I decided to start giving away for free is because um, I realized that there are some people who go through that. And many people, they would just make changes with that alone. But many people would then say, hey, this is really good stuff, but I can see how, how important it is to get help with this. And it's brought us some clients. So um, I realize that, you know, that, that makes a lot more sense for everybody giving away something of tremendous, like it's real value. Like there's no fluff in this. This was not written to be a giveaway. This was written to be sold and to be really worth it. So yeah, I uh, think, I think I paid for it. I've still got a copy somewhere. I can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it's probably before our current system. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it uh, sounds vaguely familiar. 
Yeah. Uh, so, so getting. Go on. I, I was just going to say so that if if they go to to dovegordon.net forward slash unstoppable, they can get that. Um, and uh, it's been really great to to get back together and uh, good to yeah, good to reconnect. Been a while. Yeah, we'll have to have you on again. I, I'd I'd love to talk about the mastermind and how you built that because I think that strategy. Uh, that you have applied there is is absolutely brilliant and it's been been fun to watch over the last i don't know seven or eight years now so uh dove gordon thanks for being here and uh stay unstoppable uh thank you steve thanks for listening to the unstoppable ceo podcast help others discover this show leave a review and rating on itunes at unstoppableceo.net forward slash itunes